Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Wait, I can't touch this. So that's a weird audio slice of that ad. The MC Hammer Hammer Can't Touch This Cheetos ad, which I thought was hilarious. My wife and I actually rewound the television to watch that a couple of times, especially MC Hammer's face on the baby, which was troubling and hilarious. But a, a very good ad. Where did that finish on the ad meter top 100? Top 100? Yeah. Always That's like to, plenty deep. I always like to look at the very bottom to see who had the worst ad. Yeah, some so, ad agency guy who's, who's loading up a cardboard box right now with his personal effects. The ad that I enjoyed the most was Smartpoc! It's got Smartpoc! Just because it's got Rachel Dretch in it, and then she's hilarious. 
And uh, and that's a funny ad. But that finished at number two on the ad meter list, with number one being Groundhog Day, the uh, bringing back Bill Murray. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that, that was, was the most uh, well-received one at my particular viewing party. Yeah, and that's mostly the how beloved that movie is, mm. right? To see him come back. People <laughs> love Bill. They love the movie. I thought it was yeah. good. Yeah. When he chastised the groundhog for saying, no, I don't know where we are. I was following you. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, was that was biggest well, laugh of the day. And yeah. when he had him in the huggy. Pretty cute. That was that was classic Bill yeah. Murray goodness right there. Yep. Um, cool Ranch Doritos fish, finished number four. That's with the little Nass X facing down. Uh, <laughs> Sam yeah. Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny ad. I got to admit, I was thinking little Nass X, really. But no, it was funny. It was good. Um, I'm not going to eat those damn chips, but it was a funny ad. I skipped number three because that was Google's serious Loretta ad, which I think I fast-forwarded through. So what was the serious Google ad? And trying to draw attention to something. Nah, exactly. I don't like I don't like ads that draw attention to it women's inequity, wasn't it? It's something like that. I, I don't. I'm not a fan of ads, especially if I'm watching with my kids that are trying to right the wrongs of the world. Mm. I just I, I don't want something about. You that. don't want your kids to right the wrongs of the world. You want them to eat uh, Fritos. Well, depends. That's a nice attitude. It de- depends on what the issue is. If it's something I didn't I didn't like any of the homeless ads. I, I, we don't, I don't don't want to deal with homeless stuff in my house, um, uh, for reasons that you might understand. And um, the sexting. Stop. I had to fast forward through that Mm. one all the time. My kids don't need to hear about sexting and the troubles of sexting. Oh, boy. Stay away from that. Um, Saw the cancer dog ad. That was nice. The Rocket Mortgage one with Jason Momoa taking off all his muscles at home. That was was disturbing to me. I enjoyed that one. He looked like he was sickly. So the before Alexa, when they went back through time, through... uh, like the medieval times, yeah, the and, Ellen DeGeneres ad, right? Yeah, 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 which was funny. I like the way that started with her like being mad at Portia de Rossi for not being ready to go somewhere. Yeah. That was that was kind of funny, like really taking on the husband wife traditional role thing. Yeah, I guess it's funny. I and this is increasingly the case. I'd seen it previously, somehow or other. So yeah, it was good. It was well done. Oh, I'd, I'd seen almost all of these. Although yeah, you know, I, I'm sorry, I can't watch an Amazon ad or or a Google ad or whatever without being reminded. Oh, that's right, you're evil. So my joy is 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 behind me. Amazon is evil. Amazon is less evil. Amazon is incredibly powerful and runs roughshod over many smaller businesses well, in America. Well, that's but, what I thought you know, about Google power. when they came on, which was the number three most liked ad, the, the, the trying to right the wrongs of the world, Google. I just thought, oh, you're, please, Google. You're, you're, just an, you're an evil corporation. Well, of course, that's what you do. You spend your money on trying to uh, cr- uh, convince people that you're not evil. I didn't see... So I, I saw there were two uh, presidential ads that were touted before the Super Bowl happened, and I saw a little bit of Bloomberg. The Trump ad, and I think it only aired once, was after the game. And uh, I assume he bought that position on purpose. He must have thought that had been a good place. No, I saw mm. his ad during the game. Oh, I did thought. you? Maybe yeah, yeah, it ran so more may, than once. Yeah, so there may have been a post-game one on it, too. It's a good ad. It's a really good ad. The long and short of it is, the economy's fabulous. The country's doing great. You're doing great. Let's reelect the guy. The Bloomberg ad, I don't, I don't know. Poor lady who lost her son to gun violence. I mean, it's it's, it's terrible. It's sad. But Bloomberg's not going to end gun violence by passing gun laws that only law-abiding gun owners pay any attention to. Give me a little of the Google ad. That's number 52, just so I can remember what it was, because I didn't. uh... Hey, Google, show me photos of me and Loretta. 
<laughs> Remember, Loretta hated my mustache. <laughs> Show me photos from our anniversary. Remember, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Okay, so that was just about uh, what they can store your uh, family photos. And- Google Photos, fine, it's great. They have cloud storage. Congratulations. They also know everything about you and will sell it to yeah. the highest bidder, the including communist governments or whatever. Hey, old man, it's very nice you miss your wife, and I get that, and I'm fantastic. Oh, yeah, glad God you had a marriage. But the reason they want you to store your photos on Google is because they can then access all your financial information and everything there is about it, and sell it to someone else and profit off of you. And all That's... your contacts and all their contacts. And See, their exactly their like main concern is not that you get to reminisce about your wife. Right. That, that's my point. Their main concern is that you click on that accept button. That's it. How about uh, give me a little more of the Smart Pock ad, <laughs> which is number 54. <laughs> Bostoners oh, yelling at this guy. Hey, Rachel, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? He's not getting that car in there. No, sir. Look at these two troublemakers. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Wicked car. Is that new? Yeah, it's a Sonata. Let me pack it. Oh, you're not putting your car in there. Chris, stop being a smarty fan. All right? <laughs> Look who's got Smart Pack. Smart Pack? Just hit the clicker. Car packs itself. It's smart. It's wicked. And I can pack it anywhere. How about Dorchester? Packed it. Foxborough. Packed it. The Garden? Packed it. Saugus? Packed it. Swampscott? Revere? The Harbor? Are you kidding me? I packed it. And then unpacked it. You unpacked it? Kid. Game changer. That Sonata ain't got no driver. That's all right. He's got Smart Pack. Hey, you can pack that. He's got Smart Pack. Hey, whoa, whoa. It's Big Pop. Wicked Smart this is a ghost car. A better way to park. Only so, available on the all-new Sonata. <laughs> I found that ad hilarious. My kids like it. My wife like it. But it's one of the... I, I often think that the ads that finish high in the ad meter thing, they don't um, leave you with an image of a product that you're going to buy. Like, um... I thought that one did pretty well. That one is perfect. That's yeah, okay. what I'm saying. That's okay. perfect. Yeah. I now know about a function called SmartPak right. that I'll never forget the rest of my life. Well, and the the very feature they want you to know is the one driven into your head by the SmartPak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of ads that are really good, I think. Bostoners. I, I don't even know what the product was. Or I just remember the funny ad. And right. I, I, I'm not sure they get their money's worth that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you had not reminded me. Of, on behalf of what chip Little Nas X and uh, Sam Elliott were yeah, squaring off. Chip I, I wouldn't. I think, didn't somebody just say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any idea. It could I be an insurance forgot. company or a, no, no idea. Or, or a, a jock itch treatment or I wouldn't no, know. No, that's, that's the perfect example. Yeah. I had zero. I couldn't have come within 100 miles of telling you what product was the Little Nas X with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus sitting on the porch. At. Yeah. What what did you guys think of the Tide commercial, how it kept going throughout the show? You got the stain on his shirt. You know what happened to me is I missed the setup to that, and and so it never made any sense to me. And I thought, I wonder how they calculate that. Uh, It made me hungry. I was just popping Tide Pods into my mouth and enjoying those (laughs) as a snack. Because they are delicious. Tell your kids. I don't know if the setup for that was in the pregame or what, but somehow I missed the beginning, and so I never had the slightest idea what was going on. They kept revisiting, and I just felt like I was uh, out of the joke. So I guess that's the risk you take if you do that sort of a theme. Yeah, precisely. That was my experience, too. I saw, like, part of the ad, but got distracted and never got the setup, so it was just tiresome. Guy with spaghetti sauce on his shirt, apparently. I don't know. And you kept thinking it was an ad for something else, but it was an ad for that. Okay. So I'm looking through these, like, and I remember the ads, but we're, Brady, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I like that. I thought it was kind of cool. What was he advertising? I don't remember. Hulu TV. 
Okay. Yeah. But if I don't remember, what's the point of the ad? The one that Sean, you will you will rule. Is it just because Jack is semi senile that he doesn't remember <laughs> that, or was it uh, no, not it was, terribly notable? No, because the the function of the commercial was was Brady doing the hey, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, is he retiring this, or yeah. not? Um, the the biggest question mark to me that had everyone in my party going, wait, what was the J Lo with a like her bedazzled coffee mug got stolen and she chased him down? Apparently, yeah. that was actually directed by Michael Bay. And I had no idea what was going on. I had to Google what what was the product <laughs> for. It was, I guess, the Hard Rock Vegas something. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but that yeah. one I was baffled with. Yeah. There was a bunch of ads. We paused like two-thirds of the way through, and I'd ask my wife, I'd say, what do you think this is for? That's a fun game. Perfume, insurance, <laughs> yeah, new <Yeah>. shoes. <laughs> I don't have any idea what this is for. Now, we haven't discussed, at least lately, the fact that J-Lo had little Hispanic children dancing in cages to symbolize the racism of Trump's immigration policy while they briefly sang Born in the USA. I thought, wait a minute, that's a weird transition. Why are they singing that song now? I couldn't be troubled to actually pay attention to it. Um, But, yeah, as it turns out, yeah, that was a protest. That was some political activism. Hey, Latinos! Okay, so now we're shouting out to our, our racial or ethnic groups. Oh, super. Divided America. While sticking your crotch in my face. Exactly. Here, you know, honestly, when you get down to the, the private parts, aren't we all more or less the same or something? I don't even know. It's so, just so tired. Did you see when Shakira did the tongue as far as... I, I yeah. Became a meme, they yeah. tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tribute to her Lebanese roots. It is. Roots, Michael. Yeah, her dad's from Lebanon. I guess. So, how old is she? I saw a, a, a fair amount of smack on Twitter about their combined Put your tongue age. Tongue in your mouth, woman. I think forty-three. Yeah, the combined age of J Lo and Shakira apparently is ninety-six or something like that. And so, the, I got wow. a fair amount of attention. There was a hashtag on that uh, running around Twitter. It's a tribute to middle-aged fitness, though. Yeah, I mean they're both professional dancers. So, does that, that. does that make men or women happy? Does it make women happy saying that? It didn't make my wife happy. Um, do most women get happy about uh, the hot chicks dancing around? I mean, who's the who's the halftime show for? I don't know exactly. Not watching it, thinking fans. are dudes digging this? Maybe because it's scantily clad, attractive women. But I don't know. If you if you're at a party with your wife and kids and everything like that, that's not really yeah where you want to. And then I don't think women are digging that, and the kids certainly don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I feel you'd think if you got 20 minutes to put on a show, you'd have a fairly clear who you're trying to entertain with this. And I can't nail down who the young, the young, young people like those peop those women and the music, the pop music, the throbbing, you know. Yeah, people in their twenties would be my guess. Yeah, who's it for? People in their twenties. Yeah, it's pornorific. Well, you get your you get your football game that appeals to uh, well football fans obviously mm-hmm. older lean and male etc. It's the most popular TV show in America. All uh, every game, scantily clad dancing women acts seem to be heavily for women and gay fellas. I mean, there's a long list. Who are Katy Perry fans? Lots of twenty six year old guys. No, not really. No, it's women and gay people. So I think they just try to cover the gamut. There's no point in having a musical act at halftime that's going to draw 49-year-old males in the middle part of the country. They're there for the football. Mm. You've already got them? Yeah, so I think you're just trying to enlarge the demographics. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, I'm surprised that hasn't been rethought the whole halftime thing. I just, I just feel like it's they're not utilized. They're not getting enough out of it. Puppy Either bowl, man, for advertising revenue or something. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't have the slightest. I think, idea. You've, I think you've mentioned in the past, like having the national punt, pass, and kick competitions, where you get the best, you know, young boys and girls from around the country doing that. I'd watch that. My kids would watch that. I like pig races. You ever seen those at the uh, state fair? It's entertaining as hell. Dachshunds are good, but they're not as funny as pigs. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Where's the Frisbee dogs? Give me some Frisbee I dogs. I would like that. The idea of, oh, good, there's some sort of entertainment to watch during the halftime. I mean, we're surrounded. We're drowning in entertainment. Right. That's from, right. From from YouTube to all the streaming services to your phone, which never leaves your hand. I That's mean, why I, I was surprised when you both said young 20-somethings are liking the young. If they want to see hot chicks dancing around, they've got 15 different ways in their hand to see that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if there's anybody who's going to enjoy that, that's you know who's going to enjoy it because they're standing around at a party anyway. So, but that's that's got to be an enormous challenge. How do you get people's attention at this point? If I wanted to watch J Lo and or Shakira, got to have a beheading. That's right. the only thing that would do it. Oh boy, that would do it. Your Royal Highness Ben Salman or whatever your somebody name. Somebody who's got it coming. Barbarian. Well, needless to say. Needless to say. Perhaps the NFL will consider that for next year. That would be controversial. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. impeachment ever a good idea? We would have been better off just yelling, citizens arrest! <laughs> and why didn't we get Alan Dershowitz? This dude was amazing! He somehow convinced the court that a president should be allowed to break the law as long as it's good for the country. That's like telling your girl you only cheated to practice being good at sex for her. <laughs> you know what? That's it. I'm a Republican now. I'm tired of losing. I can't be a Democrat and a Knicks fan. <laughs> heartbreak, man. Sure, I cheated, but it was only so I could become good at sex for you. Wow, that's <laughs> wildly distorted, but it was a funny joke. I am looking at the New York Times headline, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira restore sparkle to Super Bowl halftime, oh. so that's the way they looked at it. Well, it was very sparkly. And we got this text, me and my girlfriends, all between 44 and 50, really enjoyed the halftime show. We thought Shakira was amazing. J-Lo, not so much, too much of her crotch, and didn't like having to explain what pole dancing was to her kids. Oh, and her chaps, ick. J-Lo's chaps. Yeah, hmm. a little over the top. I mean, Shakira's... Uh, listen, women like singing, dancing, and, and scantily clad women doing it for whatever reason. Probably it's like a dream. It's like guys watch football thinking of their own glory days. I don't know. Well, I saw this breakdown of what was advertised... You gay, fellas, I don't know. You'll have to explain it to me. I saw this breakdown of what was advertised and what wasn't, and for the first time there was uh, this many electric car ads from a whole bunch of different companies. Mm-hmm. And wondering what that meant. GM, Porsche... Audi all with electric car ads, and um, the article in the Wall Street Journal, I guess, was Super Bowl ads hyped electric cars, but will anyone buy them? And talking about how thus far it hasn't taken off that much. Last year, 2% of vehicle sales were electric cars. 2% of all the cars sold. 330,000 vehicles out of 17 million nationwide. Maybe that will turn around with all these Super Bowl ads. I do not know. Oh, and half of those were Teslas, by the way. Half the electric cars sold in America 
with it being only 2% of cars, yeah. 1% was uh, Tesla. I was just doing a little math in my head. 17 million cars? Now, some of those are, are fleet cars, I guess, and for business purposes, but that's like one out of 20 Americans buys a car every year. A new car? Yeah, that seems kind of crazy to me. How many new cars do most people buy in their lives? Well, I guess it depends on who you are. I know, I know people who do it every couple of years of their whole lives. Yeah, I guess. Expensive habit. I, I expect my next car will be an electric car, I think, for commuting purposes, just because it fits my life, but it sure doesn't fit everybody's. Armstrong and Getty. since he came to the Senate. I've always liked him. He's one of the nicest people in politics. And I'm the same age he is. And when he couldn't remember where he met the Parkland students, didn't remember that he had already been a year out of office, when he was, thought he was in, acted, acted like he thought he was in Vermont when he was in Keene, New Hampshire, those are not standard Biden gaps of the kind he's always made. Those are gaps that have to do with being old and senile. And how do I know that? I'm a bit that way myself. So <laughs> I'm very sympathetic to him. Wow, Brit Hume on Fox saying Biden is old and senile. <laughs> but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. Well, he's old and senile, but he's violent. And I don't know if that's why he's slipping a little bit in the polls, as he has leading up to the caucuses, which are today in Iowa. Jake Tapper yesterday uh, complained on his Sunday show that Joe Biden never came on any of the Sunday shows. It's not a good sign for your candidate that you stayed away from all the Sunday shows. Yeah, I don't. Give I a, apologize for that. I tell you what, I don't. I don't give a damn about the polls for several reasons, including they have one tonight, and that's the final one. But that is hiding. Of course it is. Yeah, that is highly suspicious. Interesting. Do you hear John Kerry was running around and was overheard on the phone talking about uh, getting in? To the race and how much money he'd have to raise no, in the race. No, I of didn't. It. Not seriously. Yeah, well, he denied it vehemently, but he was overheard by an NBC uh, uh, analyst. Of course, NBC is they're a bunch of liars. Anyway, saying maybe I'm effing deluding myself here, but I'd have to step down from the board of a uh, Bank of America and then blah blah blah. He brought up venture capitalist Doug Hickey. You'd have to raise a couple of million. Because um, these guys now have the reality of Bernie. I'll tell you what it is. Yes, yeah, somebody called him. Somebody got in his ear and said, hey, I'll, I'll give you this much money if you jump into the race. People are concerned. Yeah. He actually tweeted, um, I am absolutely not running for president. Any report otherwise is effing categorically false. And then he he deleted the tweet and removed the obscenity. <laughs> Wow. And then, <laughs> and then uh, you know, put out the cleansed version, which I appreciate. But, you know, I am uh, I am tracking with America, as I so often am, Jack. Um, uh, much like America, who was dealing with the impeachment roadshow ridiculousness, which is going to be over Wednesday if you're just tuning in. Uh, the, everybody knows it's over, but senators still have hours and hours and hours of speeches to give to the delight of absolutely no one. It's like some sort of punishment we're enduring for going away from God. I don't know. But anyway, so it'll be the day after the State of the Union. But so you got the impeachment thing going on. We're leading up to the Super Bowl. We got the Iowa caucuses today. You got your coronavirus. The State of the Union is Tuesday. It's just it's too much. My weekend. Most of it not that important to you. 
well, okay. Um, I didn't talk about this much last week for various reasons. I'm going to talk about it much now. But I ha- I ended up having to have more surgery Friday after the show. General anesthesia, all of it. Um, it's fine. It's just a little cleanup from one of my uh, hip procedures. But um, And then the next day we have this fabulous speaking engagement, which was great. It was very nice. Met a lot of great people. Um, and then the next day I spend all day visiting with friends I haven't seen for a while and that sort of thing. There may have been a little wine tasting involved. and I'm just, I'm dying. And, and oh, I have jury duty this week. Now, they didn't need me today, thankfully, because that would have killed me. I would have been just, there had been a dead guy in the jury box. And so probably would have led to some sort of secondary trial for why you let somebody die in your courtroom. But, oh, it's killing me. So I don't. I guess we find out as a country whether the the ancient socialist is uh, on top of the heap temporarily or what. But we'll wake me when it's over. Um, there were a couple of big bum and junkie related developments in California over the weekend. Now Santa Rosa, California, is is a great test case for what's happening in America because in your giant cities like Los Angeles. I mean, the, the Skid Row situation is just unholy. It's unthinkable. It's it's disgusting and tragic and uh, a failed experiment and the rest of it. But a city the size of Los Angeles has, like, big, not-so-great sections where bums and junkies can go, and most people don't have to deal with the reality. Now, you've got a m- medium-sized city, like a Santa Rosa or a Sacramento, California, or whatever, uh, you know, a metro area of a couple million or, or hundreds of thousands. It's... It's harder for these governments that have decided lawlessness is okay to hide it. And so you have an impact on the people who actually live there. And, for instance, in the case of Santa Rosa, you've got this big, beautiful bike trail that was constructed over years of effort and, and, and zillions of dollars and community volunteers coming together. It was exactly the way America ought to work. But then, because of this experiment in lawlessness, you got hundreds of bums and junkies making the bike trail literally unusable for the citizens. Filthy, pit bull infested, needles everywhere, people taking craps and, and, and assaulting the bicyclists and the rest of it. And, um, and so it was, it was seen as this uncrackable nut for the longest time. Now, they did build some temporary shelters and all for, and, and like little cabins to shuttle some of the people off to, although a lot of the junkies didn't want to go. But they just cleared it. They just flat flip and cleared it. They said, all right, you got to go now. And they cleared it. So now they're working to clear away the bike trail. So I will tell you this. If you live in one of the other many cities that are dealing with huge numbers of bums and junkies, it's not undoable. The city fathers just have to get together and say, we're not going with the modern thing, which is if you're unfortunate, you get to break the law. Because that's a crazy thing to say. Who gets to break the law? Let's talk about it. Hmm. Nobody does. Well, those people, they, uh, they, they, they don't have a job, so they get to break the law. Or that guy, he's a junkie, so he gets to break the law. Or, or she's a drunk, or he's a little crazy, so he gets to break the law. No, no, you gotta, you got to say no to that. We had so, a, some progress has been made. We had a car break in in the parking lot here where we work uh, Friday, and uh, I was surprised it took this long just because there's so many people just wandering around in the middle of the night. Right, yeah. Looking for stuff to seal to... Because they're drug addicts. Not because 
um, uh, uh, Google forced rents to go too high. Right. Because they're drug addicts. Right. And they're breaking into cars and stealing stuff. Man, I, I read this article in the uh, San Francisco Chironicle. They were talking about how the smash and grabs that were heavily concentrated at tourist sites and, you know, uh, that sort of thing, the uh, they're now spreading out into the neighborhoods and the grocery stores. And indeed, the new thing, Jack, because the thieves understand that lawlessness is now law is uh, is legal um they're now smashing windows and taking stuff from occupied cars at stoplights and such wow oh yeah yep wow that's something cal unicornia experimenting with decriminalizing crime because liberals decided there were too many people in prison all of whom had broken the law by the way but it was that whole, oh, it's disproportionate and, and racist and unfair, and we need to build pr- schools, not prisons, and the rest of it. So they decided to make serious crimes not serious anymore and let tons of people out of jails, and now there's skyrocketing crime rates. You know, you throw something up in the air, or in, in Kansas City, you shoot a gun up in the air, that bullet's going to come down, you know, and, and that's what's happening in Cal Unicornia. Well, bad news for love. If you hadn't gotten a wedding gift for Pamela Anderson and her new husband, don't bother. They've uh, decided to divorce after 12 days of marriage. I almost said years, but that would have been wrong. It's days. 12 days of marriage. Pamela Anderson. You remember Pam Anderson? She was like the hottest hottie of uh, Baywatch fame back in the 90s. and then. Cheat. Yeah, I was going to. When was her heyday? Like 91? Mid-90s? When was Baywatch? Mid nineties. Seems like, like she's been mostly a joke for a long time. Well, then she the, she was with the twenty twenty. She was with the Motley Crue dr- drummer, right? And then she kind of ended up being kind of one of you like yeah, your early nineties. I would say in the early to mid to late nineties. Baywatch ended in ninety nine. Anyway, she got married to some guy called John Peters that I don't know, and uh, twelve days, you say. How do you get two people that nutty together? You'd think one of you would recognize something's wrong. I mean, how, how the hell do you end up going through the hole? And I saw some of the pictures. I mean, it was a full-on wedding. Really? With dress and, and guests and stuff? Yeah, the whole wow. thing. Honey, Saturday's our two-week anniversary. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. <laughs> a couple of things you're doing really good on my nerves. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I, it's Thursday, but uh, I want to end it. I get the quickie Vegas, you were drunk or got caught up in something or whatever. I get that one. <laughs> but the, you know, we really mean it. We're going to plan this and we're going to do it. Yeah. Wedding that ends after 12 days. That's just hot. I, w- I would think you'd both want to sit down and, and, and take a long look at yourself. Yeah. I'd like to seriously sit down with the two of them and, and figure out what's going on there. They've got to be, like, emotionally stunted or something. Well, I mean, you have some sort of disagreement and, and think, well, that's it. We're not in love anymore. Well, I've got a quote from her. Maybe that'll explain. Ah. Life is a journey and love is a process. With that universal truth in mind, we have mutually decided to put off the formalization of our marriage certificate and put our faith in the process. Ah, okay. okay. Well, I made everything clear. So, 12 days. Yeah. And a good uh-huh. run there. Yeah. The first couple of days, they were like newlyweds, and the, they grew apart during those middle days. and then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Day 11 was really the breaking point. <laughs> 12. Remember when Cher got married way back in the day? For- Nine days, Greg Allman.
Is that the never forget? Is that the celebrity dumbass record? Yeah. Although in her defense, it's funny. At the time, it didn't really come out. He had told her he'd gotten clean. He wasn't a heroin junkie anymore. And eight, nine days in, she discovered, wait a minute, you are still a junkie, and said, I'm out. Well, that's legit. Yeah, that's I think legit. it is. I mean, sure, it's wacky, no doubt, but that I get. Yeah, Pam Anderson is, I, I, that's officially the last time I would like to hear about anything she ever does or says. Speaking of uh, uh, things that get on your nerves, um, the ad where the, the guy was clicking his pen over and over, did you see that oh, one? Oh, I didn't. That's funny. That's my thing. <laughs> right. And uh-huh. this, this is another great ad. I don't know what it was for. So he's clicking his pen and can't stop it, and his co-workers look at him, and she's getting mad and mad. She picks up a chair, busts it over his head, oh, she's my jumps hero. on top of him, and I, know, I don't know what it was an ad for, though. It's such a great, it's such a great idea. Um, but a perfect example of an ad that sticks out in my mind, was that for a car? Was that for a candy bar? Decaf was that for coffee? Was that for an insurance company? I don't have absolutely any idea. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. I'll have we, to seek that one out. We now have herpes-infected monkeys that have arrived in Florida. Um, what to expect out of the State of the Union address tomorrow night? Why is that happening? Is that talking <sighs> about anachronism? That needs to go away. Uh, but among other things, on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The game is over, and the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. Final score, Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. That was some flowery rhetoric. <laughs> Flag planting and whatnot. Pretty exciting fourth quarter. Of course, if you're, oh, on, yeah. if you're rooting for the team that loses, the, those, those quarters are never exciting. They're just painful. Uh, I tell you what, one thing that has not yet been said and probably should be is if uh, Patrick Mahomes had played the first three quarters as average Patrick Mahomes, I think they would have beat the, the Niners' butts. He had a rough game. He was pretty sloppy, man. He was missing throws he does not miss for a substantial chunk of the game. You know, the, a great defense will make an offense look inept, um, but a lot of it was just missed throws. Anyway, um, yeah, as a guy who's been watching both the Niners and the Chiefs all season long, a 10-point lead is nothing against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's nothing. It's like a one-run lead in baseball. It's just extremely tenuous. So, Joe Biden just got the worst news of his campaign with a new poll out of South Carolina. Is Corn Pop back? <laughs> Looking for vengeance? And Corn Pop was a bad dude. Still is, Joe, and he's pissed. Iowa caucus is happening today. Who knows how they're going to turn out? I mean, it's completely wide open. But there's a decent chance Bernie could win the first two states. In, <laughs> fact, uh, in fact, that's what the polls would show is most likely, but who knows? Anyway, Joe Biden was going to, you know, rally his troops in South Carolina where he's had 30 plus point leads and half of the black vote. And then it was going to turn everything around. Uh, well, his, his support collapsed in South Carolina what? since the last poll. I said, you're kidding me. 
The worst news of his campaign came out over the weekend, where his once dominant support among black voters has disappeared. Biden's still in the lead, but just by five points. He was up by 31 points in the most recent poll. They hadn't polled him in quite a while. Wow. But he went from 31 points up to five points up over Sanders. So Bernie's surging in South Carolina while Biden drops. Bernie wins the first two states. People say, oh, Bernie who? And he grew I don't know. They could get out of hand. And Biden's uh, support among black voters has dropped from 50% to 30%. So, who knows? Wow. Who knows? Wow. And, um... Yeah, I, that that is so troubling. I mean, listen, I don't... I, I'm not invested in who's going to win the Democratic race um, as, you know, somebody who would vote in that direction, but the idea that somebody with the politics of Bernie could get as much traction as he has is really scary, um, given the history of his philosophy and 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 its its horrors. I mean, socialism is a, a doctrine of of oppression, depression, and mediocrity. And the fact that enough people are unaware of that and fooled by his ridiculous arguments, it's really troubling to me. I was just looking up the TV and being reminded way too much A-Rod on the Super Bowl yesterday between the pregame and everything else. A-Rod and J-Lo, the most annoying couple in the history of America. They are nearly impossible to take. Oh, yeah. And his his just being thrilled at being him throughout the game was just, uh, I, I can't take his act. And how and tweeting pictures regularly about how hot his wife is. Oh, and the, and the pregame. Ugh. Here's us at the gym at the hotel today working out. Uh, yeah, we get it. We get it for the 8,000th time. You're both in super hot shape. All right? We get it. Don't pretend this is just working out this morning and not a picture of you. Look how hot we are. It's brand building. It's, it's in a humble bragging. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Funny tweet from uh, Trump over the weekend, and we haven't mentioned the latest development with uh, Mike Bloomberg, who ran some ads yesterday during the Super Bowl. Trump tweeted over the weekend, Mini Mike is now negotiating both to get on the Democratic primary debate stage and to have the right to stand on boxes. Unfair! (laughs) Boy, that whole... You know, it's funny. The right to stand on boxes. I heard a couple of uh, Democrat-leaning people talking about how utterly... What is the right word? Transparent, the DNC is. They will. They have no rules that will be a rule tomorrow if it's the least bit inconvenient. I mean, they will do anything, change anything, whatever, day to day. For instance, saying, yeah, Bloomberg, yeah, 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 that whole thing, you got to have a bunch of donors. Yeah, never mind. You're good. You're good. Come so that in. is official? They did change the rules? So That's what can, I read. So yeah. he can be in the next debate? That's what I heard. Yeah, I, you know, I don't have that straight from Hillary's mouth or anything, but yeah, I heard he's going to be on. Marianne Williamson, there's still a chance. Yes. When's the next debate? It's this week, isn't it? Because New Hampshire is it next can't week. Be this week. Well, New it? Hampshire's next week. There's a debate between Iowa and New Hampshire. Oh, that's too much. And they're just days apart. Leave so me alone. We're going to have a lot better view of all this in one week. That's one reason I don't want to talk too much about if this person wins, if that person wins, because we'll have a much more solid view of of what's going on very soon. February 7th? Okay, so in just a couple of days. Yeah. Well, I tell you, the pace is crazy because the State of the Union could be a zoo. I mean, what's Donald J. going to say to the assembled, you know, Democrats and, and the, you know, Adam Schiff is going to be sitting right there looking at him. Sure. Nancy Pelosi right over his shoulder. Right. There's an Adler out there in the crowd. Right. I, and, 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 I don't know. It could be something. The the evening before impeachment ends in his favor the next day. 
If you hadn't heard this, there's three more days of speech making by senators. If they all took their time, the time they're allowed, it could be eight hours of senators talking about impeachment. Why did why did it have to wait until today? Well, they had to shop online to find the grandest stands that they could find <laughs> in order to make their speeches over the next couple of days. Eight hours of speeches about the same topic. Yeah, well, they've got to they got to do their uh, what do you call it? Their closing arguments, which were their opening arguments and their middle arguments and their late middle arguments, same arguments. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.